Hey grown-ups, this episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Made with whole grain oats and a touch of golden honey, they're a great way to turn your good morning into a good day. Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Uh... Wait, you've been sitting on the edge of the ship sighing loudly for days. Uh... We need your leadership. Where did I go wrong? Was it when I bought that old pirate ship? Yes, that was definitely a point where you went wrong. Was it when I tricked all my friends to come with me onto this old pirate ship? It was also that. Was it when I didn't bring enough supplies onto this old pirate ship? Add it to the list, yes. Was it when I let Megan jump onto a porpoise and ride off into the sunset? I don't think any of us saw that one coming. Or was it when I forgot to bring enough stories written by kids? That was the greatest crime of all! Who will save us? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. What's that? Out on the horizon! Is that a jet ski? No, it's a dolphin, and it's coming towards us very fast! No, the snout is too short. It must be a porpoise! And something's riding the porpoise. Is that a Greek goddess? No, I think it's... <gasps> Megan! <laughs> Hello, everyone! I'm back! Megan, you've returned! I sure have! And your hair is braided with golden seaweed! I did it myself! And is that porpoise your friend? Uh, no. She's my best friend! What's going on? Well, I have a lot to share from my travels, but the most important thing is, I have brought back more stories written by kids for us to perform! Yay! Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everybody. I'm Lee. And I'm Peter. And each week we're bringing you brand new stories written by kids and performed by us, the Story Pirates. And lucky for us, Megan just returned from a magical sojourn on a porpoise with some brand new stories from kids for us to perform. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It was weird. Let's do our first story, guys. But before we hear it, let's hear the original story that the author sent in to us. Peter, would you do the honors? Of course. This story is called Star. There once was a star that wanted to be part of a constellation. She saw stars joining friends to be the Big Dipper and other constellations too. One day, she found a group of stars and there was one spot left to make the tip of the constellation. Even though that was the hardest part, she still did it. It was easy for her. The end. Thanks, Peter. And now, here to introduce that story is the author herself. Hi, my name's Charlotte. I'm in the first grade and I'm from New York. And this is my story, Star. I hope you like it. Hey, Marissa. Thanks again for taking me stargazing. No problem, Hank. There's nothing I love more than being out in a big open field, staring at the night sky. Especially tonight, there are so many stars out. Hey, which constellation is that? That's Orion. You can tell by the three stars that make up his belt. What about that one with the long tail? That's Scorpius. Wow, you know everything. (laughs) Aw, shucks. I just like stars, I guess. 
What about that one, sitting up there in the sky by itself? Huh. I've never seen that star before. It looks lonely. I am lonely! Ah! It talked! Quiet! Hank, as far as I know, a star has never talked before in human history. We need to listen and hear what she has to say. Hey, Star! Ugh. Why are you lonely? Why am I lonely? Because I'm not part of a constellation. Every night, stars shine bright to make pictures in the sky. Shining their light on the earth below from their gallery on high. Stars pushing past, so to not be the last of their friends to join up for the night. Oh, 
time. You know what, Megan? Thank you so much for getting us these new stories. Oh, it was seriously no problem. I just had to summon a porpoise. Yes, thank And then you. ride the porpoise across an ocean. Amazing. And then go to the porpoise's house, meet his porpoise family, become a part of the porpoise community, gain the trust of the porpoises, live as a porpoise, and then finally leave the porpoises to go find stories written by human kids. Uh, Megan, you've been gone for only like three days. Mm, porpoise time is... Different. Uh, Megan, this all sounds amazing, but did you bring us food? Yeah, or like phone chargers. Oh, neither. <gasps> <gasps> but I got something better. I got us this shell. Huh? huh? We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups. This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Made with whole grain oats and a touch of real golden honey the whole family loves, Honey Nut Cheerios are a great way to start the morning with a smile to last throughout the day. Plus, each little O is bursting with positive energy and made to feed the good in everyone. Turn your family's good morning into a good day and pick up a box in your nearest cereal aisle today. Honey Nut Cheerios, good starts with happy hearts. Hey grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. Our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There will be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience. Learn all about the different components and class topics and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created ideal towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on Earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com slash playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit On You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. Megan, you traveled across the globe, became a porpoise, I think, and all you brought us was a shell? Megan, we love our phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah we love our phone. What were you okay, thinking? Hey, everyone, calm down, please. I gained a lot of clarity while living with the porpoises. I am one with the porpoise, and I'd like to do an exercise with you all. Please, repeat after me. Uh, Megan, there's no way we're going to make that sound. Okay, Lene, just try. Okay, here I go. Ah! 
Oh, everyone, you gotta try this. What? Yeah, okay, sure. Whoa, I feel amazing. I feel much calmer now. Now that everyone is chill, I am ready to show you what I found on my travels. I present to you the shell phone. Huh? It's hard to explain, but yes, it's a magical shell phone that can call anywhere in the world. Whoa, I gotta try this. Okay, just press there. Okay. Oh, it's ringing. Oh, sorry, yeah, I have them on speed dial. Oh, no, I have to call you back. No, you hang up for... Okay, we can't get into this. Bye! I know, let's use the shell phone to call up our next author. Yeah! Hi, my name's Ezra. I'm in the third grade. And this is my story. The worldwide race of the worst cars. Hello, and welcome to the Car Employment Agency, where we help cars like you find the car job of your dreams. Now serving number... 42. Yes, that's me! Number 42! Yes, right here. Wow, you are very old, rusty, and slow. I know, my top speed is five miles per hour. Wow, that is slow. Maybe you should work at the DMV. <laughs> it's rich. Anyway, let's take a look. What's your name? Broken Rice Sack. Broken Rice Sack? As in, like, a ripped bag of grains? Yes. Okay, well, Mr. Broken Rice Sack, what do you want to be? I want to be a race car. <laughs> a car that can only go five miles per hour wants to be a race car? That'll be the day. All right, Mr. Comedy, why don't you go back to the waiting area and come back when you're serious about finding a job that you could actually do? I could be a... Go! You can watch some TV and get your motor straight. <sighs> but I... Next! Now serving number... 43. Oh, man. If only people would give me a chance, I could show them that I can be the fastest car in the world. But in the meantime, I guess I'll watch TV. Hello, and welcome back to the Car News Network. I'm Anderson Mini Cooper. Breaking news this hour, I'm standing here on the street where a poster was recently discovered with some interesting information on it. As you can see, it says any broken cars are allowed in a worldwide race of all broken cars. In other news... That's it! That's my opportunity to become a famous race car! To the racetrack! Hello, race fans, and welcome to the first ever worldwide race of all broken cars. I'm Howard Carcell. Before the race gets underway, let's meet our race cars. We go now to the starting line with our very own Lindsay Rhodes. Lindsay? Thanks, Howard. I'm here with our first contestant, Momo Mama. Now tell us, Momo Mama, why is it that they call you Momo Mama? Great question, Lindsay. See, the reason why I'm called Momo Mama is because each time I drive one inch, I say, Mama Mama. Well, that sounds fun. Well, it's not, because the word really disturbs my driver. Wow, so you actually have a driver. Yeah, she's right here. Say hello, Barb. Oh, hi, how you doing? Barb, I'm telling them how much you freak out every time I say that word. Oh, which word? Momo Mama. <laughs> now, I've got to say, this dynamic feels problematic. It is. I crash a lot. Wow, Lindsay, that car seems especially unfit to be in a race. Who else do we have? Our next contestant is named Tin Can on Wheels. Now tell us, Tin Can on Wheels, why is it that they call you Tin Can on Wheels? Because I'm literally a tin can on wheels. Oh, okay. Well, good luck out there. Thank you. 
Let's meet our third race car. The next car is called Fire Hydrant Head. This car is called Fire Hydrant Head because there is a fire hydrant on top of the car that is exploding with water every single second. How are you feeling, Fire Hydrant Head? Wow, what an unsettling thing to watch. Back to you, Howard. Thanks, Lindsay, and it looks like all the race cars are here today. Wait! Wait for me! What's this? Hold the car phone. There seems to be a fourth car joining the starting Hold line. Hold on, I'm almost there! It's a last-minute addition to the race, and I'm being told that the final car's name is Broken Rice Sack. Just give me half a minute! Boy, that is an old, rusty, and very, very slow car. I'm halfway! I gotta say, Howard, this is starting to get Almost awkward. there! In the meantime, uh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I thought I'd take my kids on a trip to Cylinder Valley. My youngest wants to be an electric car when he grows up. Hey, good for him. I'm here. Okay, now that our racers are in place, things are ready to begin as referee Mills Lane Change takes the mic. All right, racers, I want a nice, clean race. Broken rice set, are you ready? I was born ready. Tin can on wheels, are you ready? I'm literally a tin can on wheels. Fire Hydrant Head, are you ready? And finally, Momo Mama, are you ready? You bet. I'm just hoping that I don't accidentally scream my own name, or I'll probably crash. Right, Barb? Oh, I'll miss certainly. Cars, start your engine. On your marks. Get set. Go! Momo Mama! Woo! You said the word! Oh, no! Momo Mama has immediately veered wildly off course and is headed straight towards Tin Can on Wheels. I'm a Tin Can. Wow, Tin Can on Wheels and Momo Mama have both flipped over and are out of this race. Meanwhile, here comes Fire Hydrant Head. And oh no, he has drenched himself and the rest of the track with water and is sliding towards the guardrails. And Fire Hydrant Head has slid entirely off the track. And behind all of this is Broken Rice Sack, who is only now crossing the starting line. Lucky for him, he's so very slow. I'm the only one in the race. I might actually win. Uh-oh, what's this? Something is happening way down at the end of the racetrack. Fire Hydrant Head is back, and... Oh, oh, and he's crashed back onto the track, 10 miles in front of Broken Rice Sack. He's now only three inches from the finish line, and... Oh, it looks like Fire Hydrant Head has broken down just inches away from the finish line. That leaves the track totally open for Broken Rice Sack to win this race, but since he can only drive five miles per hour, this might take a while. One hour later. Broken Rice Sack, the only remaining functional car in the race whose top speed is five miles an hour, has made it five miles in one hour. One more hour later. I don't know, sometimes it feels like I just don't get the respect I deserve, you know? You can't be so hard on yourself, Howie. People love you. You're a legend in the biz. <laughs> you really mean it. Hey, have I ever lied to you? Thanks, Linz. You're a true friend. Psst. Hey, we're back. And we're back! It looks like Broken Rysak is finally approaching the finish line in what can only be described as a very boring race. I did it! I won the race! Even though I was the slowest car on earth, I got to the finish line! Something just hit me. What was that? Lindsay, the crowd is beginning to shower the champion with what looks like little broken rice sacks. Howard, I'm shocked that one person, let alone an entire stadium, would bring a sack of rice to a sporting event. What's more shocking is that they're still here at all, Lindsay. Wow, there is now rice all over the speedway. But I think we all learned a valuable lesson here today. That you should always believe in yourself no matter what anyone thinks of you? Well, I was going to say, whoever is in charge of programming on this channel has interesting taste. The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Ezra, how's it going? Good. 
Ezra, you wrote the story The Worldwide Race of the Worst Cars, right? Yes. How did you get the idea for your story? Um, I got the idea when I was walking to school and I found this truck with one wheel missing and I said this would be a good idea for the Story Pirates story, so Awesome. That's how I first got the idea. And you have so many cool different cars in the story. Can we go through each one and you can sort of tell me how you came up with it? Yeah. So the first one I want to ask you about is the old rusty car, Broken Rice Sack. How did you get that name? So that same day when I was walking to school, you know how like sandbags hold down the signs, signs sometimes? Uh Uh-huh. So I thought those were rice sacks for a moment. Okay. So, and I saw them that was kind of ripped. Cool. And I was like, that would be an awesome, weird name. (laughs) And now let's talk about Momo Mama. How did you come up with Momo Mama? So I was just thinking annoying things that could have distracted the driver. And I found out, like, I came up with Momo Mama. And that car, it says Momo Mama, and it disturbs the driver, right? Yep. So... In your imagination, what does it sound like when the car says that word? Momo mama, momo mama, momo mama. Nice. That's awesome. So the next car is Tin Can on Wheels. How did you get the idea for Tin Can on Wheels? I, on the same day of walking to school, I found, you know how like there's like sometimes crushed cans on like in the road? Yeah. So I, I, saw one of those and that I said that would be a great idea for my um one of my cars. And then there's a final one called Fire Hydrant Head, which is maybe my favorite one. I like them all, but I really like Fire Hydrant Head. How did you get the idea for Fire Hydrant Head? The same day I was walking to school, I saw a fire hydrant. Okay. <laughs> and you were like, what if that thing is on top of a car? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any advice for kids who want to write their own story but maybe don't know where to start? Yes. Walk to school. (laughs) That's incredible. Ezra, thank you so much for talking to me today. And thanks for letting us perform your story. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And thanks to our authors, Charlotte and Ezra. If you'd like to read the original stories that Charlotte and Ezra sent in to us, parents, find us on Instagram where we'll post their stories in their own words. We're also looking for new stories right now from our listeners, and our new theme is surprising technology. Kids, write us a story from your imagination about a character who discovers or invents some new kind of technology that changes the world in a surprising way. Parents, you can submit your child's story at storypirates.com slash podcast. You know, as we reach the holidays, we also just really want to thank our listeners for tuning in. This relaunch was really fun to do, and it's been great to have all the new listeners and all of our old friends back. Thanks for reaching out. We hope you will keep doing so as we push on into the future. Also, if you like the Story Pirates podcast and you want to help us out telling more people about it, 
I don't know what to say. You're elite. I do. Oh, what is it? We actually have uh, a tool exactly for what you're talking about. Oh, what about. does it do? Go to storypirates.com slash podcast. Okay. And you can enter in your family and friends' email addresses, and they'll be sent information about the podcast. Oh, cool. That sounds super easy. Will they get added to any like annoying mailing lists that they'll have to unsubscribe from? No, that's the key. No annoying mailing list. They're just going to get that info and they can do with it what they will. So this is just a simple way to spread the word about the podcast to people that you know will love it, a.k.a. the weirdos in your life. Ah, I love the weirdos in my life. Me too. You guys are my weirdos. Thank you. Finally, don't forget about the Story Pirates Changemakers program. We bring writing workshops to Title I schools, and you can help by making a tax-deductible donation today at storypirates.org slash donate. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero, and produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Lauren Glover. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer and Josh Hahn at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. The Story Pirates podcast is written, directed, and performed by the Story Pirates. Contributors to today's episode include Anna Corrigan, Lene DePriest, Zachariah Doerr, Woody Fu, Eric Gerson, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Brennan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Katie Skelton, and Rachel Winitsky. The music for Star was written, arranged, and produced by Brennan O'Grady and associate produced by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson with vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. Special thanks to all of our listeners for letting us be a star in your constellations.